0: Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. All right, here we go. We are back. Taco Tuesday. I'm Alex oh Padilla God. at Alex Padilla86. He's Alex Regla at AlexM Regla on Twitter. You can find us there. But really, you want to follow Alex because he actually talks about basketball a lot more than I do. And not when I mean talk about Alex, I mean, you write about it and you like get deep in it. Your Twitter is a very valuable Twitter in my life. So I just want to give you a shout out to start this whole thing off.
1: I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I have these lapses with the writing. Uh, I do like sometimes like a busy week. There's like two or three things out and then it's like two weeks of nothingness. Uh, but it sounds like we're going to have basketball very soon again. So
0: Yeah. So what he means by that is he has his newsletter called The Throwdowns so that you can subscribe on his Twitter and... Weekly in your e- well, kinda weekly. In your mailbox, uh when he sends it out. So check him out <laughs> at Alex M. Regla on Twitter. And uh it's 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 funny to say well, you like, well, yeah, we're kinda gonna have basketball soon. Because for a while there we really didn't know, right? Like the Lakers won the championship in the beginning of October, and then all of a sudden there's really no celebration, there's no parade, there's no you know, exit interview. There's none of that normal basketball stuff. And all of a sudden, you're like, okay, so when are we going to see this again? January, February, December. And now we do know that basketball will be returning to our lives. And for us Laker fans, a very quick turnaround. December 22nd, a 72 game season will begin, which that's going to mark 71 days of an offseason for the NBA as a league. Which I don't know if you know this, Alex. Will mark the shortest ever wow. off season for any of the four major professional American sports: MLB, NHL, NBA, baseball. This is the shortest off season ever.
1: Yeah. So we haven't talked uh, in a few weeks about this, but what are your like first thoughts when you hear that? Like, I, I, that just like makes me nervous, like for the players mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, what? How do you feel about that quick of a turnaround?
0: I know a lot of players, and rightfully so, or especially Lakers, he people that teams that made it towards the end, are talking about the physicality, the physical turnaround of that, and how crazy it's going to be. My first thought is, man, let me enjoy this a little bit, just as a fan, right? Like, just let me enjoy this. I mean, coronavirus is not going anywhere anytime soon. It looks like, unfortunately. The season is not going to be, you know, we're not going to be in a bubble next year. They'll be playing at Staples Center, which is, I, it's going to be weird to see an April, empty Staples Center. Just my first thought was, damn, I'm not ready. I'm really not. And still at this moment, I'm still not. But I guess I got to be ready because I know that free agency starts here shortly. Trades, opt-ins, opt-outs, draft is all coming up like next week, I think. So I got to get myself ready, but I'm not ready. And I feel a little robbed of the full celebration yeah of the championship
1: no i think i'm there with you i think a lot of fans probably feel the same way like first of all we don't get uh uh what's it what do you got a parade right we're not going to get a parade so we're not going to get that it's obviously going to be unusual not normal championship celebrations we're not going to get any stuff like that and then to have a quick turnaround yeah it does feel like you're getting robbed a bit of kind of that celebration period and seeing all the cool championship photos and everything like that. But at the same time, uh, at least we don't have to go too long without basketball, I guess. Uh, it's just going to be really, really hectic going forward.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's expected when, you know, you're going to, because wouldn't the season have already started like right now, this season? Uh, we're in November. October? Yeah. It would have been like yeah. the
1: first week or two.
0: Yeah. So we would be get we would be getting into the beginning of the season anyways. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do the 72-game short in season. And, but the difference is that everything is going to get packed into before then. Because normally, you know, you have the, the the lottery in May, I think. The draft in June. The finals in June. Free agency in July. Tampering periods. Cool tweets about locking DeAndre Jordan in a house. <laughs> Chris Paul getting traded to the Lakers. Then not getting traded. To, like, the things that happen. Like, remember the Russell Westbrook-Paul George party? um, Dur- Kevin Durant's letter and the in the in the Players Tribune, like we're gonna, there's so much cool stuff that happens in the NBA offseason. It's such a drama that this is gonna be like a telenovela, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with telenovelas. These am, are like yeah. short, short little soap operas. That's what it's gonna feel like. But it's gonna be a super short soap opera. It's gonna be quick, and I believe you have the exact yeah, dates yeah, of what this month is gonna look like.
1: So let me lay this out for the listeners. This is today as we're recording. I think it's the 10th, right? November yep. 10th. So on November 18th, that's when the draft will be. And uh, it was reported by next Woj. Wednesday. Next Wednesday. And it was reported by Woj that there's a potential, and it sounds like it's probably going to pass, that two days before that or so on the 16th, that's when like players can opt in, opt out, and trades can actually start taking place. So we can actually get some movement before the draft, which is kind of unusual compared to years past. And then, so we get that. The draft and then November 20th just two days after the draft free agency begins and then after that on the 22nd when the moratorium period is lifted so basically the moratorium is when agents and teams and players can kind of come to agreements verbal agreements and once that period is lifted then those players are allowed to sign and then December 1st training camp begins and then December 22nd like you said opening night so in about Damn. a month, and you know span, the
0: Lakers are playing that night.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. a marquee game.
0: Yeah, for sure, they're gonna because that's and I'm sure they're gonna play on Christmas, so they're gonna play two days later. Like I'm, I, I don't know the schedule, no one does, but I'm willing to put money that the Lakers play opening night. They play on Christmas, mm-hmm. and they might have like a week off after that. <laughs> like I think that I think schedule makers will be kind. I'm hoping schedule makers will be kind to Lakers. He kind of back end the schedule for them where give them more back-to-backs at the end you know kind of give them days off and be here in the beginning I don't know if that scene is favorable but it just makes sense to me since they just finished playing uh literally one month ago October 10th the Lakers won the championship or October 11th excuse me the Lakers won the championship so we'll see what happens with the scheduling but you're right man look at that the, the, uh, the window opens on the 15th, the draft three days later, neg- free agents negotiations can begin two days later, sign, they can sign two days later, uh, training camp starts right after Thanksgiving, and then and then basketball three weeks after that. And you might think to yourself, like, damn, that's totally crazy, that's not fair for the Lakers and the Heat. But let's not forget, a lot of teams didn't go to the NBA bubble, a lot. And a lot of teams have not played for hundreds and hundreds yeah. of days and you we were talking about this off air and you saw a tweet about the difference between the warriors and the lakers and we're trying to figure out like they're i don't even know what the warriors have been doing like have they practiced at all together were they allowed to even hang out together like i don't i don't i, I have not looked up what teams that didn't go to the bubble have and have not been able to do because there was Rumors for a while they wanted to do their own tournament. Yeah, that never, that didn't end up happening. But were teams actually able to practice or get together?
1: I I think for some facilities because of the uh, COVID and everything that they had restrictions. But I guess some players were able to practice. But like you said, they that's uh, a main reason why they wanted to do that second bubble for all those teams that weren't invited to the you know the actual tournament that they can at least keep you know active and stay sharp. So when the new season begins, they're not off. For all, like like the Hawks and the Warriors, they've been off for I don't even know how many days, so uh, I don't know if, like who this benefits. Like I know we have we might talk about that later, but I don't know what this quick turnaround, what that does uh, for a team like the Lakers.
0: Yeah, it's one thing. Here's the thing for the Lakers too: um, ten of their fifteen players are either already free agents or can opt into free agency. So. Whether the players are ready or not, I hope Rob Palinka's ready (laughs) because he's going to have a very, very busy offseason. Obviously, NBA rumors, it's, I don't know how much, if you even at all follow like English and Spanish and Italian, European soccer, like the rumor mill is on like steroids about (laughs) like buying and selling players over there. The NBA rumor mill for free agency is one of my favorite parts of the NBA. Honestly, it's the tweets, the. The, the, um, what are they called? Not when you're tweeting about something, but you're not directly referencing it in the tweet. Oh, like quote tweeting. A, not quote tweeting, but why am I drawing a blank on the easiest thing in the world? When you're, anyways, when <laughs> players are like tweeting about things. Oh, the emojis and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, anyways, so there's, there's so much like fun that happens in NBA free agency. We're going to have to pack it all in here quickly. And, but there's so much happening. And what I mean by Rob Polinka uh, being ready is I mean just look at the names that he has to deal with um, automatically free agents this is on SilverScreenRoll.com, by the way if you want to check it out you have Jared Dudley Dwight Howard Markeith Morris Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith they are automatically free agents you have five others who can join them in the market Anthony Davis KCP Rajon Rondo Avery Bradley and JaVel McGee and now there's reports that Kyle Kuzma is expecting a substantial, or a, what's it say? Sizable. A sizable deal. So plenty of work for Rob Polinka to do. Um, let's see if he's ready, but let me ask you, and I, I really, I don't know if we have wanted to get into this like deeply, but I, I think that this is a very important thing because it's going to come quick. Of all the players I just listed, take away Anthony Davis. He's the priority. We all know this. And can you imagine if he leaves, by the way? <laughs> like that's anyways i don't want to, i don't ass, want to think about that right let that, that cuz then after that who knows what the lakers look like but for the for the purposes of this exercise anthony davis is going to re-sign as a laker of the names i just listed to you who has to sign next
1: oh wow uh, so uh, of those and while you
0: think about it because i felt like i just put you on the spot heavily <laughs> So Jared Dudley, Dwight Howard, Markeith Morris, Deion Waiters, Jr. Smith, KCP, Rondo, Avery Bradley, JaVel McGee, to me, and I'm in twenty twenty is this wild? You got to get KCP back.
1: I agree. I, I agree. After hearing all those names again, a lot of those guys seem replaceable, in like in a sense. I think in like K-
0: v- like varying degrees of replaceable, uh-huh. but I totally agree with you.
1: Um, the thing that scares me with KCP, and this kind of goes with the other names you listed specifically the guys who can test the free agency market not really the un- unrestricted guys more of the guys who the lakers could possibly resign is that what their what their agent and what the player themselves value that next contract to be like a guy like yep. kcp just kcp the player that's a guy i would want back a three and d guy who really really performed well in the playoffs for the lakers uh, those guys are hard to find and especially a guy who could perform like the way he did in the playoffs. My worry is how how far are you willing to go to bring him back? Like if mm-hmm. the Hawks for example were to offer him 15 or 16 million a year, would you still be comfortable bringing KCB back?
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Cuz then we're talking about a whole different player mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's just what I the way I, I think yeah, when I say like of those players, I, I want him back. It's obviously with a caveat of, well, at the right price. You know, I, I mean, when you talk about $15, $16 million, I, I don't know who makes that in the NBA. I'd have to look, but I feel like the names would substantially go up as far as value goes.
1: I mean, Danny Green makes about 17 or 18 by himself. For yeah, he can uh like just just to like if there was a way to
0: trade danny i would trade danny
1: (laughs) well that could happen but just to compare kcp right now is on about an eight and a half million dollar per deal per year deal and you would expect he wants a raise which he probably deserves so i don't think it's out of the ballpark that he gets into the teams. you think he
0: you think he played himself into doubling his salary
1: Not i don't know but doubling But i think he's he's now in the teens right he might be a 13 million dollar guy yeah
0: if you're looking at 11 12 oh
1: so that's, 13, that's yeah, where it gets 11, tricky. 11, 12,
0: 13. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, and, you know, there's the rumors of uh, there's heavy interest in trading for Chris Paul, which is a whole other thing because I think he's owed $90 million over the next two years. Mm-hmm. So then that you're going to go way above my head. That's like Bobby Marks cap salary people that I don't even know how that would even work. But that's out there. How much does Kyle Kuzma actually want? Do people even want to re-sign Kyle Kuzma? Um, yeah, I mean Dwight Howard's probably gonna want some money, the way he played this year. Uh, I know he's not on this list, but is Demarcus Cousins totally off this list? Even though he's not listed as a Laker player, you got know, Rondo. Supposedly the Clippers have interest, which I would find hilarious if Rondo ended up going to the Clippers. Avery Bradley, who knows where he's at mentally, because you know he didn't even. He was the one player that opted out. JaVel McGee seemed to play his way out of future consideration if he opts out. Um yeah, man, it, it's it's there's so much. I, I don't I'm pretty comfortable saying this. The Lakers are gonna look a lot different next year.
1: That's tough. Like I, I, I think so I don't I don't know how much of that is out of their hands. Like say guys like Bradley and McGee, and they opt in like I think most people expect them to. So you get those two. You might have Kuzma again barring a trade. The only kind of key pieces that leave or maybe guys that weren't playing much to begin with, like a guy like Quinn Cook, a guy like Dudley, um, a guy like. Markeith. But I'm saying,
0: like, what if, what if Dwight leaves? What if Markeith leaves? What if KCP opts out? What if Rondo leaves? Like, sure. these are like guys that got heavy minutes that could very easy, like that I could easily, very easily see on other teams.
1: Or if they do the Chris Paul route, like you said, I know right now it's just rumors, and there is a lot of money that has to go okc's way but i think that's why the november 16th date is really important when we get those reports of who's opting in who's opting out because if bradley opts in if mcgee opts in now you have and you add a guy like danny Green's salary a guy like kyle kuzma salary uh potentially another piece and a first-round pick obviously that's like six players for chris paul You're you're gonna have a crazy like a crazy different team next year just yeah. by virtue of that trade. So, yeah, I mean, and I don't think, like I, you were mentioning earlier that the off season is so much fun because all these reports and stuff. I think it might be even crazier this year. I think we're going to get a day or two of, like, nonstop trades and nonstop signings because a lot of these teams have been talking. They haven't been able to do anything else. Their teams haven't been in the tournament. All these That's GMs true. have been already, you know, talking to agents Rob Plinka may already have four or five guys lined up for the Lakers for all we know.
0: And we haven't even talked, I mean, cause I don't know what's going to happen, but the coaching staff could be different. Yeah. Maybe some guys might not be back. Some, I mean, Jason could, could, could be gone. And, who, you know, you never really know, but there's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so difficult to like compact everything that's about to happen into like this length of a podcast, you know, cause like there's so many different options that each name could take you down a, Dozen different paths of what who they could replace so let's say Dwight doesn't come back do they want Dwight back or do they want Serge Ibaka another Mm -hmm. rumor that's out there how much is Serge willing to 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 take less than to come to LA so like like I said like you literally could look at you could just just google Lakers and look at all the rumors surrounding the Lakers that's why I think because I buy into the rumors because I buy into all the off-season madness I do that I'm saying that as a just totally wild guess that I think that the Lakers are going to look a lot different next year. If I'm willing to bet the two, there's three guys that on this team I think are here. And that would be AD LeBron and Caruso, but I could be wrong. I I think there's a chance that if somebody it could, Caruso be part of a trade wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to predict like this far out, and it's not this far out. Like it's in a week, right? It's in a week, basically. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: But we haven't had time to process, Alex. I guess that's, that's the whole true. point. Yeah, we haven't had time to process exactly what's happening.
1: So, like, maybe let's let's do like a like a rapid fire through these. Like, so we have the draft, we have free agency, we have training camp. So, like, let's start at the draft. Do you think they even keep their pick? They do have a first round pick this year. Slotted for right. number twenty eight. Is that a pick? That they even make or do they just make it and it's part of a they they're picking for another team in a sense where they're going to trade that pick later on do you think this team after winning a championship is going to add a rookie to this team
0: can i answer that with other questions of course (laughs) (laughs) like how long of a deal did ad sign uh are we are we trading that for chris paul are we going all basically? My question is: Are we going all in for the next year again, or are we looking towards the future? I, because I, I feel like I feel. Don't, do you get the feeling like the Lakers are just all in again next year? I,
1: I, I think even more so. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think more so than this year because LeBron's a year yep. older. AD could do one of those Kawhi Paul George deals where it's like two with a third year option. It doesn't have to be the max. Um, I think that that if I was a betting man i would say that the lakers don't keep the pick or the player they pick
1: i'm with you like i i I love the draft i love just like the potential of a new young player like it's always really fun like just like when tht got drafted last year like we knew he probably wasn't gonna play but just the idea of having a teenager on this team who could become an all-star one day like that's always really exciting and that's why i always get like wrapped up in reading every mock draft that gets sent out
0: yeah I know the guys did a uh, draft podcast yesterday, so if you missed it, check it out. Spotify or Apple, Silver Screen and Roll. Uh, but I know there's a more rumors of, of, of Malachi Flynn being taken by the Lakers, which is kind of where he's projected. Malachi Flynn, point guard from San Diego State, who was second-team All-American last year, uh, who I love because I went to San Diego State. Currently, I'm literally wearing a San Diego State hoodie right now. So I, I would love to see that because it's something that the Lakers would need. Uh, a ball handler who can shoot. Which would be like, what? Here's a a point guard who can handle the ball mm -hmm. and shoot, and the Lakers have him? How long? When was the last time we were able to say that?
1: I heard he's a great defender, too, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah. really good. It's really, really good. Um, And
1: most of the draft people I talked to, and we did a for throwdowns, we did like a draft guide, and I kind of interviewed three people on here on Twitter who usually are really into the draft, and they all loved Malik Heiflin. Like, that was a guy they all mentioned. And, that, I mean, he seems like he'd be in that range. Seems like he'd be a good fit for what they need, a pick-and-roll ball handler who can shoot, can defend. Uh, that Lakers do usually kind of go for local-type players. Like, they usually look at Gonzaga. They usually look at San Diego. Like, so they – they that, that seems like a fit. But in terms of if I think they're going to keep it, I just don't know. Like, I, for a championship team to draft a rookie and then – but at the same time, on the other, like, side of the coin – because of the short, condensed season, the quick turnaround, they might rely on young guys to get them through this season, right? If they rest LeBron and AD.
0: Mm-hmm. Very possible. Very, very possible. Um, so, I don't know how much we really want to get into free agents. I feel like maybe next week that's better because, you know, there'll be the draft and we'll, we'll maybe have a better idea of exactly where the Lakers are. But I have an idea real quick. How about just this? Because there's so many possibilities there's so many options let me just run through the 10 names again and you tell me want him back wouldn't mind seeing him leave how about that
1: okay like want him back wouldn't mind seeing him leave and just uh, he can leave
0: yeah okay. or he can leave um because the the thing about this lakers team and the, about the 10 guys we're about to list let's not forget like there was never the clippers fallout there this team got along really well yep. And I think in that bubble format, we've talked about it before. I think it ended up paying a ton of dividends. But now we're back to you, you're living at home. You're going home. You're coming to an arena. You can go out. You know, there's the, So that's going to change. So I don't know. Obviously, camaraderie is always going to be a big deal. But that's obviously going to change where you're not living together in a hotel, seeing each other every single day. So that's going to change now. But let's just get – how about just a very basic thing? Want – wouldn't mind seeing him leave, and yeah, whatever. How about that?
1: Okay, and just to, pre- right. just to preface this, it's tough because, like you said, the chemistry was just so great this year that like, a player we might not like could be really valuable for this team specifically just because of that chemistry. I think that's what makes this so tough.
0: Okay, let's do it. Uh, let's start off with the automatic free agents.
1: Jared Dudley. I'm going to say want.
0: Me too. Me too. Yeah. Heard an interview with him on ESPN LA. Uh, I he is very confident in what he brings to a team, and he sold me on that interview. You know, he's like he's basically another coach, is what the way I the way I took it. So I would love Jared Dudley back. Dwight Howard. Um, I'll say want. I'm gonna put him in the middle. In yeah, the middle uh,
1: all the, like all of these are like. Depends on what we're paying him, but just the player itself, I say want.
0: How about let's just say, like, it fits in the budget? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not asking for $15 million. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'll say want. You say in the middle. Okay.
0: I'm in the middle because Ibaka seems very.
1: That's true. That's. (laughs) No, no. Like, if it's like between him and Ibaka, obviously, like, there's more upside with Ibaka. But I'll say if, like, a. Barring any, like, crazy player they can get, I'll just say Dwight.
0: Let's say Javel Let's say JaVel Upson. Dwight. Whoa. Let's and then and then you're choosing between. Let's just say this: Dwight or or Cousins. Uh, I'll I'm take Dwight, Dwight just because I don't yeah, know if Cousins going to be healthy. Same. All right, uh, Markeith Morris. I,
1: again, I want him, but it, it um, but because oh, it's tough. Like again, it, it's on the money, but I do want him. Right,
0: I know it's always on the money, but I want him back. I thought he was valuable in the playoffs. He had huge clutch games. I trust him. And he was only there, you know, for a very, very short amount of time before the whole thing happened. So I would want him back, Marquise Morris. Uh, Dion Waiters.
1: Oh, man. I love Dion, but uh, I I say I I wouldn't mind to see him leave just because, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to re sign him. I just think they could. Uh, need a ball handler just for this regular season to soak up some minutes
0: yeah um yeah i'm good later dude uh (laughs) jr smith
1: uh yeah i'm good on him i don't think can.
0: same same didn't do much for me there i can't believe he actually got as many minutes as he did in the finals so anyways uh obviously anthony davis want obviously want him forever you know, and I wonder if he does stay, will he then switch to his jersey, his preferred jersey number? See,
1: yeah, these are questions we're still waiting the answers for, All right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, KCP, and I know this Oof. is the one where the, the money comes in, but let's I just think he's say the it's the toughest a Florida,
1: free agent they have, I think.
0: I think they actually have to sell him, which is weird to say. You know, they have to, and what I mean by that is they have to sell him with money. I think they really are. Like, we use, I think you're hit it right on the head, man. Like he's gonna want a lot of money. They're going to have to talk him down a little bit or a lot of it. Who knows? Um, I just think that see. here's the thing with KCP. If he goes to Atlanta or if he goes to a team that doesn't have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, there's going to ask a lot more of KCP. Uh-huh. Like as a Laker, I hope he understands like, we'll take what we can get from you. Like if you're going to give us 12. We're very happy with 12. Whereas, he may think more of himself, which is totally fair as a player, and I get it. But if he goes to, I don't know, I don't know, wherever Atlanta, Detroit, whoever has money to give him, they might want that eighteen to twenty points from him. I don't know if he's that kind of player.
1: Yeah, it all depends on how he view. Like, it's tough because he just won a ring, right? Like, yeah. do his priorities change now? Like, he might be like, "I'm done ring chasing. I got my ring. Let me go get paid now." Like, I don't know. Yeah person he is just to, to speak on that
0: yeah i mean i would want him back um because i uh, he's won me over mm-hmm. so i i would want to me back. too okay rajon rondo
1: oh man another uh tough one i i'm good if he leaves
0: can we sign him not play him until a week before the playoffs oh, like can he just like chill on the bench. I bench,
1: mean, he's been doing that for like the last two years, even when right, he's out. But there.
0: like like I don't want him to get 20 minutes in the regular season. Like he clearly didn't need it. He had a big old off season. obviously, we had the corona break, and then he had the the was it the hand injury. Yeah. And then he came in and was great. Amazing. Yeah. And he he looked like ripped as hell. So he could obviously yeah. keep himself in shape. So can we sign Rondo only to the playoffs? Because then want. And then if not, then obviously just kind of like uh wouldn't mind seeing you go? okay
1: so he's a guy who's gonna be looking for a raise also he's done with the minimums same with like basically everyone else on this list like yeah. i I'm, i don't really feel comfortable paying him seven or eight million are you
0: no i mean it's 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 easy to say he's gonna opt out yeah
1: yeah yeah i would say it's like 95 yeah. percent sure
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um no, he's not worth much more than that. That's which is why I'm like, yo, Clippers, you want to pay him $9 million? Go for it. That means you're taking somebody else off your team.
1: Yeah, and that's not to discredit or lessen what he did in the play. Like, he was amazing in the playoffs and in the finals. Mm-hmm. Like, a huge part of the uh, reason they won. I just don't know how much how much stock that that is for the team in terms of, like...
0: He... Sorry to cut you off. He... Literally, I will help him out the door if it means Chris Paul comes. Oh, Oh,
1: one hundred percent. If because like Chris, yeah.
0: what Chris Paul did last year in the playoffs was just like oh, I didn't even know he still had it in him either. Like doubt you kind of forget how good he still is. As as much as I don't really like him all that much, I mean, if the Lakers find a way to get Chris Paul, then so we're set. I was going to ask you,
1: since we're talking about it, are you on board with the Chris Paul trade in the sense that you're giving up five, six players for Chris Paul? Like, are you worried about like the chemistry, depth, like roster bench? Like, you're you're basically throwing that all out for one guy. Are you good with that? Yeah. Because I, yes, I've seen because two I think he brings,
0: I think he brings that much to the table that they don't have right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you have to trade Danny Green, you, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to diminish Danny Green. Like, he just wasn't what he, they signed up for, right? Like, he just wasn't. Um, and who else on this team is like, oh, you have to have that guy? Like, yeah, I know it's hard to say that. It might be harsh but because they just won a championship. But, like, who on this team except LeBron and AD do you think they have to have that you wouldn't be willing to part with?
1: Exactly. I'm in the same boat. And I think Eric Pincus actually really phrased this the right way. It's like if you break it down, who they're trading away. So if it's, a, if it's like a package around Kuzma, Green, McGee, Cook, Bradley – like really, how much were those guys really playing, and were valuable to what they did in the postseason and the finals? Right. And
0: it's a, it's the question is like can because when you say those names, and say them again. Like, so
1: it would be it would have to be Danny Green for sure for his contract, Kuzma, McGee if he opts in, Bradley if he opts in, Quinn Cook if they pick up his option, and maybe Caruso. Unfortunately, like it would have yeah. to be. And the first-round pick and make a second-round pick for Chris Paul.
0: Right. I mean, you're – I'm just trying to think about it before I speak about And then you fill
1: out the rest of the roster with ring chaser minimums, basically.
0: I mean, didn't they do that this year, Mm -hmm. basically? Pretty much. So, yeah. I mean, I think if you have LeBron and AD, you just have to go all in. I think Chris Paul puts you at a level whether because you may not be as deep. But he brings you to a level where you don't need as much. Depth, and he's a
1: perfect he's a perfect fit for those perfect two guys. Fit.
0: Dude, the <laughs> He would be like honest. It, it would be, yeah, it would be. And you know, it's all about his health, obviously. He's a little older, but and he would base he's basically gonna be ring chasing himself, just that is a really high amount of money. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you can do it, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. You do what you gotta do. And, and you know what it is too? Like we went all in last year with our hand. And it ended up working out, so I'm kind of like down to do it again. Like, all right, double double up, double down. You
1: might as Let's well. All like, in these guys yeah. aren't really – outside of Kuzma and the first-round pick, for, and that's just a gamble to begin with, you're not losing anything. It, like, substantial, I don't think. That's right. not replaceable. And if
0: Kuzma's already asking for a sizable mm-hmm. extension, then really is he even going to be here after next year?
1: Yeah. those The team so, and his agent and what he thinks he's worth could be miles apart.
0: Uh, and then final two, Avery Bradley. I'm, I'm I'd want him back if I had to choose. I would want him, I I I thought what he did last year was great. Obviously wasn't part of the run, but depth ball handler, shooter, whatever you want to call him, defense. I want him back.
1: I, I think I'm in the middle with him. I, I, I did I think he was an important part in the defensive chemistry. Like I thought he his energy really kind of set the tone for this team in the regular season on a nightly basis. People forget he started almost every game this year before the bubble, you know, and uh, he obviously was a key rotation player. But I think the fact that they were so easily able to replace him in the playoffs, so just giving Crusoe some more minutes, like I think that money could be used elsewhere. But if he comes back, I'm fine with that too.
0: Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, plenty, plenty, plenty to come. In the next three weeks. I mean, there's no other way to say it. The, the next three weeks are going to be, they're, they're going to come right at you. Just boom, 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 boom. So our offseason is done. We thought we were maybe have a little bit of a break here. Me and you took two weeks off, and that looks like what we get, dude. <laughs> so looks like we'll be back here every Tuesday on Taco Tuesday. If you guys want all the Lakers news to keep up with it, at SBN on Twitter, silverscreenandroll.com. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple to all these podcasts. We do one every day. I'm Alex Padilla at Alex Padilla 86 at Alex Padilla 86 He's Alex Regla at Alex M Regla on Twitter. Hey, final words, man.
1: No, I, I just checked my calendar. It looks like the next time we talk, it'll be the day before the draft, and by then we should also probably know who's opted in and who's opted out, or if there's a trade that's happened. Yeah.
0: And it also, uh, it also might be one of those things where we'll we'll be doing a we'll be doing the podcast and then like an hour later it'll be outdated like i feel like that's kind of where we're that's how much action's gonna yeah. happen you know like if you're not listening to this live it might be outdated by the time it hit publish next week so we'll see but alex great to be back um congrats i don't think i've talked to you congratulations on the dodgers to all oh, you like yeah. dodger yeah, fans yeah, yeah. out there um Little bitter as a Padre fan, but hey, at least we lost to the champs. That's the way I like to, to 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 look at it. We didn't lose to the team that ended up losing. We lost to the team that ended up winning. Uh still shame on Justin Turner. Very selfish. <laughs> yes, yeah. Very, very selfish of you, sir. Uh but it looks like I haven't heard any fallout from it, which is good to hear. A little worried about like I'm I'm familiar with Dave Roberts uh personally so very happy there yeah (laughs) he seems to be okay because he's a former cancer survivor so um congratulations dude
1: thank you thank you no it's been it's been a great like month stretch for as a sports fan for sure
0: are you buying one of those city of champions gears that i keep seeing on my instagram sponsored feeds you know
1: i i love the uh the bootleg merch that's that i'm more of a bootleg merch guy
0: i got my lakers championship shirt in oh nice nice and uh i don't know where it's at <laughs> I put I, somewhere in my somewhere in my house. I don't know where, but it, so it's nice. I got it, and it's so authentic that it came with a little sticker on the shoulder, oh, little cool. silver authentic, mm-hmm. right? And when I took the sticker off, like a lot of that metallic ended up staying <laughs> on the shoulder. That's how real it is. um But seriously, dude, like they have this cool. There's this really cool hat. It was like the two LA logos. Oh, I and saw like, that. City of Champions. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, damn. If I was a Dodger fan, I would spend so much money on all this stuff yeah. so glad i'm not but anyways <laughs> congratulations man. thank you thank you maybe you guys will run a real a real one soon uh, i'm funny. kidding i'm kidding we'll talk to everybody next week alex thanks thanks team. man